We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Live from Las Vegas, Sports Talk. Hot takes and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. An anticipatory Thursday program for each and every one of you today. Welcome to another edition of the Playmakers. I'm Lindsey Brown over yonder. I'm Adrian Hernandez. And again, we are the Playmakers. Name tags are out of the way. Howdy. I'll forget it in 10 seconds, most likely. Yeah, right. Howdy. How you doing? I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, got more than three hours of sleep last night, which is always a plus for Let's me. Let's go. Uh, I'm sure that'll change tonight because on game days, that's usually where I run into that particular trouble. But last night, Adrian, I played the best tennis I have in probably a year. Okay. I had like the best session I've had in a really long time. So you played last night. So under mm-hmm. the lights. Under the lights. Talk me through this. Driving there. How are you feeling? Like I was, was there good vibes? Normal. I was feeling fine. I, I knew that I had to, to make a big change before I uh, got on the court with my outfit and stuff. So I was just trying to like formulate all of that. I actually had to make an extra trip out to my car because I forgot something. The Davis Cup is actually at the, the center where I go at Darling Tennis Center. So like the Davis Cup is a super big international event and there's a bunch of different ones to lead up to the biggest one, but they're hosting it this weekend. So there were locker rooms under supervision that I wasn't allowed to use. And so, oh, so they were they were fancy of, this week. In terms of like the approach, there was absolutely no consistency to it. And to be honest, whenever I do play outside or play at nighttime, there is a big adjustment to the lights. There, there truly is. And last night didn't take me that long. I only messed up for like the first 10 minutes of warmups. And then after that locked right in and man, I was just all over it last night. Did So with these first 10 minutes and you realizing that you were messing up, were you getting frustrated and you were like, okay, hold on. Oh yeah. Now it's time I mean, to go. I, I'm swearing. I mean, I mean <laughs> like I, I, I know what's going on and I've been working through basically changing my grip for my forehand because I've learned that I've been holding my racket wrong and therefore just my entire swing can be revolutionized because I got the best backhand in town. Just ask most of the coaching over forehand though. Shots fired. Or work, I should say, because uh, there's just more room for activities and mistakes, to be honest. And so I've been playing at the lower levels for the last couple weeks just to kind of like get used to it because you have to switch it a lot more than what I'm used to. But I went kind of with more of my uh, normal swimming crew last night. And it was awesome. I had a great time, and there's really nothing like those particular sessions because it's not just great in that moment. I just kept thinking, I'm going to have the biggest dinner after this because I was so hungry. (laughs) But it's also kind of tragic, though, because I know what I'll play tomorrow morning, and the likelihood of 
that session approaching the same level of positive feedback for me is very slim. No, you got to so, take it one I practice know, at a time. I, I, I know that, but it's just it's hard when you have it go so well not to get excited to go back again and just assume like it's going to go well. Like I'm going to do my same warm up. I'm going to approach it with a positive attitude. Might drop a couple f bombs early on per usual and late and through most of the middle section. <laughs> of but, course. Um. Ultimately, sometimes you just don't know why you're more locked in than others. And it's just weird how that how yeah, Sometimes the magic, it, it happens yeah. like that. Now, you bring up this Davis Cup. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at, the, is this this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Are you going? Uh, I don't know, because, like, tomorrow night, they it's, like, starting as we're on the air, and then the Knights are playing, and so I'll have to watch that game. Maybe I'll, I'll head down there Saturday to go check some of it out, but there's a lot of events happening around here in the world of sports, because now we are not just the entertainment capital of the world in Las Vegas. You could probably make a, a pretty strong case that we are the sports capital, and we don't even have all the major four sports yet, at least the traditional sense. No, 100%. Like baseball doesn't really count, because that's not being played. Is it regardless. ever coming back? Never coming um, back. Hey, Lindsay, I'm going to share everybody. I'm not going to share my news with my Madden updates. We'll stick to the tennis. Okay, so just right on. Make that I'm, aware. Thank you for taking one for the team on that. <laughs> I really appreciate you because we do have a a myriad of topics to get through today in our show, Uh, just to give a little bit of preview so people know what to expect. We're going to be talking some music, actually, on the other side of the break after we go through our can opener here, which is basically an overflow cleanup from yesterday. But we're going to talk about how most of music is dominated by music that's been released years ago rather than the new stuff and how there's unique struggles that a lot of new artists are going through. We're going to talk about Kevin Durant's return to the lineup for the Nets and uh, Adrian's confusion why Ben Simmons already has back problems despite not playing any basketball over the last I'm few months. I'm saying. Well, it's just we all have that. When Whenever we get off our ass, we have the first day is the easiest, right? Yeah. I feel great. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, and then you wake One up the next morning, later. and then the soreness hits. And then all of a sudden, we start overcompensating, and we are very familiar with that here on the Playmakers. In our second hour, we're going to talk about, should we care about the NFL Combine? Most likely not. Adrian and I will make our cases for why. Uh, we'll talk about the Golden Knights and Bruins game tonight in that second segment in the second hour, and then we'll get to know me a little bit better with questions just flying left and right because we ended our show going through imaginative chaos with you, Adrian. And so we didn't get through all of it, and we have to go to completion. This is just – we have to finish the rep. We have to make sure we we uh, develop our left side just as much as, as our right side. Exactly. Ambidextrous be vibes. 30 years old trying to change your entire grip for your forehand because if this just would have been fixed when you were like, I don't know, age 10, maybe we could have been on tour by now. But that's besides the point. But let's just go straight up uh, millionaire style and pick right up where we left off. Millionaire style? I have no idea what you're talking about, Me either, because a million dollars seems like an imaginary amount that we'll never have. Me and Marcus worked very hard on this. This is true. A lot of studio time spent. Thing you're most insecure about. Oh, wow. Bring it hot off the top. Jeez. My knees and if they're lotioned when I'm in public. Knee moisture. It's very important. I'm not trying to look like KD out here. Okay. Someone is holding your hair back on a night out. Why? I am throwing up from too many cheese sticks at Applebee's half-off appetizers. Cheese stick overdose. Possible. <laughs> 
We shall see. If I pass away from that. You're a beautiful little butterfly. What color are your wings? <gasps> Give me teal. I like how you had a little throwback. Yeah, but, but because butterflies, no butterflies. Colors. Yeah, yeah, they're multiple. I want all the tropical colors because I'm a tropical vibe guy. I've never been to Hawaii, but I see myself 80 years old giving hot takes about LeBron and Jordan in Hawaii. Yet another missed opportunity for Gushers to sponsor our show. <laughs> a word that you never spell correctly. Oh my God, we don't have enough time. Exp Antetokounmpo. Can't spell it right. The brosifs. A-N-T. No, the brosiferuses, you know. Yes. For the Greek spelling. It's a trio. Ah, look at that. Is it gyros or gyros? We'll never know. Place you have zero intention of visiting. The entire state of Michigan. Just every part of it. Nobody needs gloves. 313, get out of here. Unless you're looking for love, which we have none for. That state to the north. Ah, see? Oh, yeah, you're a Buckeye, too. Mm -hmm. Synergy. Threw up in a few trash cans on High Street. Underappreciated Britney Spears song. Oh, my God. Um... That one, yes. I only know like three of them. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for figuring that out with that uh, rendition. Lindsay, I didn't expect to sweat so much at the start of the show. Is the dress blue or gold? Oh snap! I remember this moment in internet history. It was blue. That's the correct answer. Depending on your cones, of course. Something you prayed for as a child. Ohio State to win the national championship God, against your, Miami. Your obsession really knows no bounds. They won. OSU, we are the real you. I Where once threw we? a cross because of sports. Good thing there's penance for that, depending on which... Uh, Big doors you like to go through. It's the first time I've said that in public. I feel so much better. I know, it's confession. Good for you. <laughs> it was the Super Bowl Steelers Seahawks. The Lord Jimmy Garoppolo will eat your sins alive and spit out greatness just for you. I already asked you about the no undies in the summer and no socks in the winter, but for those of us that have forgotten. I'm no undies whenever. Currently wearing briefs. So that's a thing we share. Dark blue. Teal. Oreos or Thin Mints? Oreos. I, that seems like a really quick answer because I meant for this to be basically the most moral quandary you've ever faced. Well, I believe you handed me a Thin Mint about a week ago in the Impossible office. because I would be so much happier if I had Thin Mints in any of my areas of possession in the last three months. You gave me something similar to a Thin Mint and I and I ate it because out of respect to you, I've never had it before and I'm a very picky eater. So I ate that and it was fine. It tasted okay. I'm just it a brat. I'm a, a baby. Uh, if you have Thin Mints, please send. Well, we're in a kerfuffle because I don't remember, but. Chapstick or lip balm? Isn't that the same thing? Oh, it's not. Uh, chapstick. Thank you. I'm educated. I knew that, though. Thing you most often misplace? 
My key fob for my car. Key fob like the basic bitch you are. <laughs> I'm pushed to start. Stop. Hardest lesson you've learned the easy way. The hardest lesson I learned the easy way. How to make a baby properly. worth it. It was a fun three minutes. Fertilization. <laughs> Zygotes. Zygotes. Even better. Easiest lesson you've learned the hard way. Easiest, easiest lesson I've learned the hard way. Eating grease will make your belly big. I've got a big belly. McGreaser 10. Although I never had a hamburger till I was 10. Anyway. What? <laughs> I'm a big eater. Somehow you didn't have a burger until 10, but you figured out how the birds and the bees worked out. I don't know. Uh, they say that we have some core needs. You have the food, the water, the sex. I guess in no particular order. <laughs> Lindsay's mind in the studio. She's like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Sleepover with your best friends. Yes. Who has the best pillow? I do. Wow. I secure that early, no matter what environment. I'm the captain now. You're damn right. It's important in a sleepover, kids. Worst person you've sworn in front of? My choir teacher. Mr. Ross didn't deserve that. To this day, I apologize every time I see him. Joy to the world, the FCC. Choir teacher, man. I, that's everything. I think that's all the questions. That's wrapped up from yesterday, our... our imaginative chaos where we get to know Adrian a little bit better and me based off of the questions that I ask him I and a, need to take a second truly I, I'm sorry we picked up on such a, a heavy question too but ultimately I feel like we had a full spectrum experience we learned a lot of random things I yesterday I mean if somebody missed it I asked you said you've never been asked this question before only you can find this type of creativity on the playmakers people Blowholes or gills? You went gills. I was kind of surprised because you've told me you're kind of afraid of sharks. Thought maybe we'd have the a ocean bit, in general. Thought the loyalty to the to the mammals and uh, I wouldn't say marsupials because I don't know if anybody has. I'm scared I'd get below stuck. Ocean level. Yeah. So just good things to know about ourselves and exploration is very important because how else can we test our limits and truly learn how to interact with the world around us this is a show about sports and other things we get more into other things and music in particular right on the other side of the break 11 for the bet hear me no one sees me no one hear me no one sees me no one i'm off the radar adrian hernandez and lindsey brown the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. I'd be willing to place a fairly large wager that this song is only being played right now on this radio station in the world. Only here. And right? it's a jam. It is a banger and a half. It is a banger 
and a half off the radar, of course. We're going to be talking some music here for the next few minutes because uh, we are a full experienced type of program. We like pop culture. We do. And we love music. Honestly, too. I like music better than sports. Really? Yeah. I, it's more uh, interesting to me. It's more foreign. It's a uh, it's it's kind of like the opposite to me, but I like it's it's very important for me. My whole radio career was in music, so this is like a 180 even though my heart aligned more with sports, but it's it's you know, it's we I love music. Like you said, it's come on. It's music. Like, so well, like who doesn't like music? When you think about what you were younger and the formative years to your music taste and your and your love of music. What were you listening to? Uh, I was listening to Jay Z. Um, I was learning about the history of hip hop, um, mm-hmm. b- basically, and I was one of those weird kids that I was on forums. I was very active on forums, and I'll never forget there was a specific specific topic that was hip a hip hop discussion. That was the name mm-hmm. of the thread, and going in there and kind of learning about not just what was popular and what was around me, whether it was radio and and commercials and everything, but, like, these dudes were posting the latest and greatest. There's some dude named Kendrick Lamar and all these different names. And then not only that, but going back on the history of dudes like Nas and Big L and Wu-Tang Clan and Tribe Called Quest and, like, soaking up all of that energy and just being amazed. And, like, I will never forget um, Big L uh, is one of the most lyrical rappers of all time. Uh, He was from New York, and he did a very famous freestyle. It was one of Jay-Z's first freestyles. Like, Jay-Z was his little homie. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's my guy, Jay-Z. He's going to be huge. Uh, And he said he was from New York. He's like, I'm from New York, and and I'm not a fan of the Knicks. Uh, Something to that effect. And, like, that blew my mind. And it was the first time I viewed music. It was like his line was like a slam dunk contest attempt, like a Vince Carter dunk. Um, And that's kind of where it started. That's good. That's good that like we all have those those artists or those songs that really bring us in and endear us to specifics. But for me, music is a lot about stabilization or a lot about like memory keeping. Like I can really kind of go back in time in my brain. We all can do this. This is the great thing about the human mind is that it's a time machine. But I have a, a photographic memory, so I can really like I can go back to exactly where I was on the dance floor of freshman year at in high school when Sexy Back came on, and it was the hottest track there <laughs> yeah. was at the time. And when I was younger, I remember being in the car listening with my mom to like Vanessa Williams and like the Mamma Mia soundtrack. And then I'd be in the car with my dad, and we'd be listening to Corn and like Limp Biscuit and Disturbed, and then. I'd want to listen to my radio Disney with my mom number five instead of doing the names of women we're doing Donald and Daisy Duck because promiscuity wasn't exactly the same thing in the 90s, or at least for certain peoples. And ultimately, like, I always kind of view myself as a sponge, is that I, I, I like almost everything, but I very rarely don't like something. And I'll get fixated on, like, little loops or little quirks about SNL skits or in, in songs, like, just these little... Um, details and I I think our industry that being the music industry media it all kind of blends together especially since we're on radio there seems to be a little bit of of stagnation in this industry because everything in terms of how we consume music where we consume music how it's made uh, the the access that we have to fans, all of that is changing. But in terms of what we're being exposed to, very much bottlenecked right now. And it's not just because radio uh, stations like ours 
our picking playlist like we always have for for years, which is we're that kind of intermediary between the record companies and the consumers and bringing our looks and our tastes and hopefully matching that of our communities. But we're very reliant on old music. So reliant that the industry, which it's always in trouble, it seems to be a little bit more dire than it normally would seem because the new tracks aren't hitting nearly the way they used to, and they're certainly not staying around for the time. And that's really the key word or the key, I think, difference between previous generations of music consumers and now is the retention. Because, like I said earlier, we've never had the level of access to music like we do now. Like, I could literally in two seconds pull up my favorite song in the world and I could play it on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. But not only not only that, yep. you also have access to 90% of all music ever created. Exactly. And in a way, I, music, the industries, and, and just industries mirror human beings in general. Everything else around us is changing so quickly. We have to have a security blanket to hold on to. There's a reason why we're all saying, well, why am I watching The Office for the eighth time through? Why am I watching Grey's Anatomy again? Why do I want to play NHL Hits 2003 instead of the new NHL game right now? Because of the familiarity, because of the nostalgia, because it's something that we know. And considering how wild the world has been, we're kind of seeing this play out in other aspects in our lives. So we this kind of explanation doesn't seem like a far-fetched uh, calculus problem to me when you have an industry that values staying power. So mostly the people that have already been here, those are the ones with staying power, so we're going to move towards them. Uh, the shiny and new, you get recycled really quickly through, and most of your music doesn't hit very much, so uh, I'm going to give fewer people chances. Oh, and yeah, I remember that court case in 2015 with the Robin Thicke blurred lines bit and the Marvin Gaye lawsuit. That has set such ripple effect precedent through the entire everything. Like people don't drop off or they drop off their demo and now uh, record labels won't listen to it because they're afraid that in a few years they're going to get sued because they have proof that we listened to this melody and so far and so then it clearly got in your brain and you're ripping it off. And literally if you take just five seconds of that demo and yep. something similar on your song you could get sued. So yeah, that definitely gives them some trepidation about taking a chance. Yeah, and it's it's wild because it's there's technology for us to be the watchdogs too. I mean, we've or I've put up segments of this show on, say, like my Facebook page, and we've played music a little, a couple seconds too long, and all of a sudden it'll completely cut out my entire audio because in the algorithm they've built in, like, that's if you huge. hear this, it's going to take it away. Especially on Twitch. That was, that's right. a big thing during this pandemic with DJs trying to stream. And it's so, it's such a weird dichotomy, too, because you have it so locked down on, on certain platforms, and then it's really, honestly, a response to the TikToks of the world and what Instagram's trying to do with Reels and technically Facebook and whatever, where... The creativity level is literally like insurmountable. You can't even imagine it. There's so many different remixes and rips and, and anybody can do anything with a piece of audio, but it only can live on their platform. You can't take it anywhere else. And so that's where I, this is where the music industry is and really where most of our creative ventures are. So there's a lot of gatekeeping. There's a lot of fences around for due to fear, 
due to greed, due to lack of imagination, assembly line genre bending music, because I haven't heard anything like this. Remember when uh, Old Town Road came out and it went straight up to the country charts and uh, the country music world said, ah, we don't like that. And then it kicked off literally Old Town Road being what it was because so many people were pissed off saying, why can't this be country? Why isn't this country? Who is making this definition? Who's making this call? Because ultimately art is in the eye of the beholder as much as it is in the uh, uh, the hand of the painter or the throat of the singer or whatever. But there's a lot of clinging to what's familiar, be that the artist or the business model in which things are still conducted in a lot of ways. And it's really like, honestly, the one word you haven't said is it's comfort. Yeah. Um, people want to be comforted. And you're on TikTok. I- I'm not. I just see the I'm best of TikTok on, on, TikTok on Twitter. But like, remember at the start of the pandemic, like that Fleetwood Mac song yep. and the orange juice, the dude in the skateboard just vibing. Yep. Like even some of these songs are are old school songs that people just flat out enjoy. And I guess... You know, if you if you look at a pie, right, obviously there is more old music available to people yes. uh, than than new music and, and old memories than new memories. Yes. And also another thing that like I'll never forget Donald Glover did an interview and he really put things in perspective that no matter what you're into, whether it's politics or video games or comic books or sports, you get on social media, you follow people that 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 are in those those sections of whatever subculture that you're super into. Mm -hmm. And that's all you're going to see. And that is the same thing like on YouTube and you're talking about something, you're talking about car insurance and you go on YouTube. Personalized algorithms. Yeah, that's the same thing with music. So even on Spotify, like they're making sure that, oh, you really like this song, you clicked love. So they're giving you the same amount of what you love. They even have playlists that are called taste breakers just to get you out of your comfort zone to see, okay, we're going to take less of the the shared commonalities with your music. We're going to find one very, very, very small shared thread and see what we can get away with. Yeah, 100%. And even that, like, that's fickle. There's a lot of... Like there's a lot of uh, politicking and, and yeah. paying to get on some of these playlists and things like this that. This isn't but a naturally free flowing faucet yeah. from the river. It's like also- this is bottled water that's after it's been filtered and purified and like you said, fought over. Depending, it, music doesn't just show up, and that's why when our generation was growing up with LimeWire, with Napster, with all of that, I feel like so much of what we are in today and it's pretty obvious to to state this, is a response to that open source music that we were all given access to. And it opened up our imagination. It opened up lanes to different genres that maybe we wouldn't have explored previously. It opened us up to the fact that we could say, well, I can get this somewhere else. Like, There's so many different ways in which just computers in general have changed music, be that in the way that it's made or the way that it is distributed. But regardless, we know that it's not what we are, what we consume, we don't just happen upon. This isn't like an unconscious thing. It's super rare now. Like I said, you have to be on forums and things like describing my love for music. And uh, another thing that I think is, is important is like a lot of this music, I feel like some people, they don't want the Joe Rogan effect in terms of no matter what they're saying, they're being very, very politically correct in what they're talking about what the music is. It's very plain. Music has always made statements through the test of time. There's been artists that have made a huge impact. And when you're talking about now, to be honest, um, 
Kendrick Lamar was someone who was outspoken. We haven't had an album from him for well, four or five years. Well, there's a difference between being outspoken in your art and being outspoken on Twitter or just saying something to the media, yeah. too, because those are two... That's the other thing or I think substance that's different. in the music. Because... Exactly. And I think that's a that's another wrinkle that we could probably spend a whole day exploring in general, too, because we've gotten to be so surface level as a culture that you can tell. Now, I'm not here to judge anybody's content or writing and stuff, and I'm not here to say, well, back in the day, we used to write the real about the real things. But F bitches get money has kind of been the theme since what, the 90s? In, well, in, that, your, that, in that your genre, certainly. In, 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 in popular, when we talk yes. about the radio, yes. And that but not, overall has been the probably the the lead boat in which pushes our culture and our popular culture and what we're all interested in. And because it's easy to consume, and we've been we've been over years like right. this is what we well, want. We've been brainwashed into it. Because like, uh, let me ask you. Other than and you brought him up, Little Nas X mm-hmm. is the and and obviously it isn't more political. It's more LGBTQ issues and people are like this is outlandish. Yeah. This is ridiculous. He's this black music video. and he's gay. How dare he? <laughs> yeah. Other than him, like I, I don't. I don't see it. And when everyone is, like you just said, when everything is basically around the same topic, mm-hmm. like it's very hard for someone to maintain momentum. I mean, in yeah. the past year, Drake dropped an album. It kind of came and went. And that is, it's and Drake. And what is that due to the artist, too, <laughs> is that once you know, well, this is what's going to get you the the profits, this is the art that you have to make. And so then you start self-selecting away from certain creativities. And regardless, this is where... The open They're like MLB owners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the minimum. They're making the money, exactly. right? Exactly. But that's where it's like art being sold. So a lot of people say, well, the definition of an artist is making art and then selling it to other people. I, I don't agree with that. I think art is just you make something and then you just let it let it be. But we think that money has to be present for art to be good or valuable or interesting and profitable, which is true. And so it's tough when you don't have like unlimited time, unlimited resources, like as an artist, this is the ultimate conundrum that everybody goes through. Do I write what I want or do I write what's going to sell and what that compromise makes? And for some people, it brings a lot of success. And for some people, it they might make all the right moves and it just doesn't end up working out. But we know that some of these numbers like, most of this has to do with selling of IP, like all of those albums and all of the catalogs that you have of either artists that have passed away or just have had the histories, like the Springsteens, like the Motley Crues, the Stevie Nicks's, which you already mentioned with uh, with earlier. They're the ones that are the biggest players in the industry right now. Like song or recording rights sold since 2019. Listen to some of these numbers. This is since 2019, people. Bob Dylan, Whitney Houston, The Beach Boys, Dolly Parton, Neil Young, Shakira, Bad Company, David Coverdale, Bruce Springsteen, David Crosby, Stevie Nicks, David Bowie, Barry Manilow, Lindsey Buckingham, great name and great spelling, Paul Simon, Tina Turner, Ray Charles, John Legend, James Brown, Taylor Swift. This is the only quote-unquote current name. John Legend and Taylor. Shakira, yes, I would put her technically as current. But she's an even uh, a special case because she's an international star. And international stars being made today are very different than what international meant for Shakira. I mean, we all know that uh, the music industry wa- tried to whitewash Christina Aguilera or, or Mariah Carey. But then all of a sudden, we have a little bit of a change. And then that part of their identity can be brought forward. And that's the, the true sickness, like I said, of the industry is, this, is the editorial nature of it. And it's necessary in order for it to be a business... But I think we've gotten to a point, at least with music, 
that it's gotten to be too much about the business side and not enough about the actual art? I, I think I personally, I just think that things have shifted in terms of you can get bigger than ever, but it's harder than ever. Yep. Um, you can blow up on TikTok, but everyone's trying to blow up on TikTok. Well, and then there's another star that's going to do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah, and and you have less people are watching actual cable, which means yep. you're watching less commercials, uh, listening to the radio. It's yep. first off the game switched. We don't even have the opportunity to try to break an artist because why are you taking that chance on a three-minute song when you could be playing something that everyone knows? Yeah, and why um, would I only do it in just this town when I can do this over uh, a YouTube thing? Yeah, and, and I'm very, like, I'm, I'm very, although this, this seems, like, super bad for music, uh, like, when it comes to hip-hop specifically for me, whatever I'm trying to listen to, something super lyrical, I want to listen to something conscious, I want to listen to something uh, for, like, a party. Yeah. Like, everything is available you just have to search out for it. So I'm not as down. Um, the one thing that it's, if if anything, this is like I, for the past two to three years, I feel overwhelmed. Um, I feel super overwhelmed. And I also feel like just people have the urge to listen to old music, whether, and another thing that's just random is yeah. like Disney, the past couple past couple of months has come out with new documentaries on the Beatles. So people are watching that that yep. have no idea are watching that. Or like Kanye West. Or the Kid Cudi yeah, one. Or, the college dropout yeah. like that. And that has people listening to old catalogs. Yep. Um, and Different it's, exposure points. That's Like you said, it's easier to get big. It's easier to find new music than ever, but it's harder to find stuff you love. Yeah. That you'll, that you'll return to that will become part of your life because we just don't give it the same amount of time on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, just look at uh, how your playlist. I spend so much time listening to music, and most of the time, I can tell, like, okay, that's the that's the name of the song. But the artists are getting harder and harder to name. And also, like, even like no one's buying C, no one's buying CDs. But if you're buying physical music, what are they buying? Vinyl. That's what I'm doing. Vinyls, and that I want, means because it's decoration for me too. Decoration and just ninety percent exactly. of vinyls available yep. are older music. Only so, the smart artists that are are ahead of the game thought. Let's start reprinting vinyl. I'm going to make a vinyl option available. Or you're just seeing artists having to diversify how they do business. Like I, I use Halsey as an example a lot because she's my favorite artist. But she is, she came up through music. She made a movie for her last album. She launched a makeup line last year. She wrote a book. Like you have to be, basically this industrialist. No, that's you what you to have to do. This to, entrepreneur to, yeah. to, for that staying power. Because if that mute that album that she put out, if I can't have love, I want power. Is what. The best album that I've that I've ever heard, and I I I it when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, all right, I can die. Like literally, I was I was okay with that. She's probably gonna get a Grammy for it too. I don't know what the streaming is. I guarantee you, it's low. But I don't care because she's my person, and I'm gonna listen to the hell out of it, and I'm always gonna buy her stuff, and I'm always gonna be there. And that's like I said, it's harder to find people that are hardcore fans like that. And you can just see how we present it. Be that in our phones, be that at our music festivals. Or just our concert lineups. How many world tours do you see and how many stars are truly capable of putting on that show and having the capital to do that as well? One last question for you. Yeah. Would you rather be Drake, who's who's in the limelight always, uh, relatively has a very, like, you know, every less than two years he's dropping new albums, or Kendrick Lamar, where you haven't dropped an album in four or five years, but you are unquestionably viewed by many as the Kendrick, GOAT? Kendrick, for sure. For sure. I'm I'm not here for popularity. I'm here for uh what I, I'm here for the actual content. And so whoever wins out with that, sometimes it's Drake. 
but usually people who spend more time sidebar Drake's had good music but i'm just oh, saying no, like, I it's love a different Drake's level early stuff. Yeah. i love drake's early stuff but people that take longer to marinate theirs i think have a better chance of being amazing and also of being a complete failure and guess what it takes longer for you to load up that next rep too so everybody has their own beat their own pace and their own tempo but Hopefully Kevin Durant can find his tonight because the Nets need his help, and he's one of the best shooters that we have ever seen. So we're going to get into exactly what he brings to that lineup and how things will change in the Eastern Conference now that he's back. 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Thank God for the vibes, because (laughs) if we're going to go to our commercial break and have four straight ads about opioid overdoses and then top it off with a COVID-19 PSA, I don't know what will convince you to stick around for this show, but maybe we need to incentivize them a little bit, Adrian. Maybe we got some tickets in our back pocket, perhaps, that we'd like to maybe give to members of our community here because next week, well, next week kind of ish, Pac-12 men's basketball tournament is going to be here live at T-Mobile Arena. We have a four-pack tournament passes to give away again March 9th through the 12th and you're not just going to see one game people this is for the entire tournament leading up to the championship game you got Arizona State you got Oregon Ducks which no one cares about UCLA we're going to do caller 10 we're not going to call for that caller until next hour but we just want to give you guys something to you know salivate about like come on it's passes to the entire tournament not just the game so something for you and your fam so it's either this or opioid education I choose the sports for once. I I choose the sports, too. You choose the sports for once. And for once, I think the Brooklyn Nets would like to have their lineup at their full disposal. And it seems like they're going to have a pretty good chance. Well, not quite fully tonight because Ben Simmons' back is still hurting him. But Kevin Durant, after missing a little over 20 games, is going to be back in the lineup tonight against the Miami Heat. Big-time matchup and uh, opponent to 
reacclimate to his one waters. versus eight. Absolutely. And uh, Kevin Durant needs really no introduction as a as a shooter, as a player. We almost take him for granted just considering how many generational talents he's played along with. But this is a team that has had a certain idea about itself, and that's recently changed. But, like, when Kevin Durant gets re-implemented back in this lineup, how big of a adjustment period do you think there's going to be? Uh, I don't think it's going to be an adjustment. I think it's going to be a sigh of relief for his teammates because uh, that entire squad, you got to think of it, right? This into Going into this season, the assumption was this was a big three, so the rest of the roster is just ancillary pieces that, hey, we need a shooter, we need you to get some rebounds for a couple minutes and you to do this. Than, uh, minimum contract. And now it's like, hey, we kind of need you to play 30, 35 minutes. And I'm like, what the hell? This is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. So uh, these these bench players have had to step up and G-leaguers and whoever they've signed, 10-day contracts, um, a sigh of relief for them. Uh, for me, though, if I'm Kevin Durant, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I kind of feel bad because it's like, hey, I'm finally back. And the assumption is, OK, you have to carry the burden again. Um, so I can I can understand if he's frustrated before the injury MVP type season Question. averaging. Yeah. So if Ben Simmons is out. Who's the next player that was included in that deal? That's going to be most helpful to Kevin Durant. Seth. Curry? Yes. Seth Curry, who I think might be the best teammate to compliment uh, KD in terms of, like, role players that he's ever had just because of how good of a shooter um, he's not, he is. He's not the alpha, and he's had to play with the alpha brother, too. Yeah, so he Seth, Seth knows what his role is. I think Seth is also salivating because this is the best opportunity he's had in his career. 100%. Um, and also, like, another thing that's been understated is Andre Drummond, uh, surprisingly, has been working his ass off. So for him to, to continue and kind of – Everyone kind of gets to relax a little bit and fit into their roles as they're supposed to. Um, like you said, Miami top seed. They lost last night. Um, oh, ugly so game. Back to back, huh? Yeah, back to back. They lost to the Bucks. Jimmy Butler didn't score in the last 37 minutes of the game. What the hell happened there? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, was but, he t- actually taking shots or was he? Oh turned? no, yeah, he was. He was like 0 for six. Uh, it was. It was Are not. They, they're the, on the road still, right? Yes, Miami, yes. This, they're this, on a super long road. Trip. Yeah, this is the rare Thursday night dull screen setup at the Hernandez home Ooh. because this this Heat Nets game was originally supposed to be on TNT, but they moved it. For John Moran and the Celtics, so I'll be double hey, screening it. Those are two excellent matches. Yeah, so it's the rare dual screen setup. I don't even want to go to the hockey um, game anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Knights got to get a run. Somebody has to um, watch the Knights play. Yeah, exactly. Now uh, the Nets have been five and sixteen um, without Durant. What? Uh, yeah, that, that's been terrible. And I think the last two games they had a back to back, home and away with the Toronto Raptors, who are the seventh seed. And it explains their season perfectly. First game, they lost to Toronto by 36 points. Last night, they lost to Toronto by one point. And that's kind of like the disconnect, um, especially defensively. With and, and it's understandable. It's kind of like the Golden Knights when you have so many different pieces. Yeah. Like, number one, they're not playing their traditional man and switching. They went to zone. Some of the players weren't knowing exactly where they're supposed to be in the chemistry. And like Toronto, at the end of the game with two minutes left, the Nets committed two, three seconds in the lane violations, which is absurd. They were allowing passes going across the court, which shouldn't be happening in the zone. If they don't make the safe playoffs, say they have to go into the play-in, is that something you're worried about? And is that a doomsday scenario? No. uh, If I'm being realistic, so let me just 
this is a very important stretch, these next five games, okay. because even though they're the eighth seed and they're 32 and 31, they're four and a half games out of the fifth seed because the East is crazy. Okay, so we can swing yes. on a, into the best tree and, very easily. And out of these next four games, this is the last home game. They're going on a three-game road trip, so we will see KD and Kyrie these next three games. Excellent. That's great so, context to provide. Or and actually, the last four out of five, these next out of these next five games, it's going to be four of them with Kyrie. So, where so are they, who are they playing on the road? Just like a, I don't, wise? I don't have their schedule yeah, um, up. pulled up, up, but it's it's not going to be too crazy. Um, obviously, they play the Heat tonight. Um, so this this stretch right here is going to be super important um, to get Kyrie acclimated and kind of see hey All what right. the future is. Um, but so we got Miami and Brooklyn tonight on Sunday. Brooklyn, Boston. Tuesday, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Brooklyn, Philly. No, Ben. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York Knicks. None of those are gimmies. Most of those are playoff teams and trying to get their ducks in a row themselves. So this is this is going to be a tough stretch. But this I think is a, this is a tough stretch. So he's going to need to be able to kind of plug and play and snap right back into form. And quickly before we go to break, realistically, the way I see this team getting is I see them being a seventh or eighth seed. I see them winning the play-in tournament, and I'm eyeing that seventh seed because the easiest matchup for them um, and a good matchup to get them kind of warmed up here in the playoffs and to make this run is if they play the Bulls. Uh, I want a two-seven matchup: you the Bulls really versus the Nets. You really want to mess with those horns? Yeah, they don't have defense. The defense can't keep up, even I if Lonzo and Caruso I just, like, come. When you're all of a sudden relying on, well, let's we're okay with playing the top seeds. But they should because realistically, they should be there. Yeah. And you got to look so like so early though. It's true. Just, you're you're really you're rolling the dice, but ultimately you're gonna fall where you end up falling. That's where I'm like, is it an absolute disaster if they don't? end up in, like, say, the top four seeds. But you're saying that that is not the case. Yeah, not against – well, at least with the Bulls, it needs to be a warm-up. And I'm not even counting – we don't have enough time to get into Ben Simmons, man. No, no. Sometimes it takes a while for the soreness to go away, that lactic acid. Well, moment of advice, motion is lotion, Ben, and we're going to be in motion for our second <laughs> hour. We'll be right back on for the Bet. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.